Hey everybody, before we begin today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, let me tell you about all the platforms you can find the podcast on. Not only can you find us on Anchor, but you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. All the links will be in the description of every episode. So let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 7 of the Tip of the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast, where wrestling meets reality. Today's episode is going to be about the Dean Ambrose situation, and how I think it is a work. Let's get started. So, Dean Ambrose is leaving, quote-unquote, leaving WWE in April. And based on some research I've done and some conspiracy thinking I've done, I believe it's a work. And I'm going to talk about why I think it's a work, what's going to happen from here on out with this, and stuff like that. So, I think it's a work because looking at the statement that he sent out, one, a lot of people talk about this on different um shows how it's a work they think <clears throat> but they all focus on the same thing saying that WWE putting out this notice so in advance that is a flag as well but the way it's worded it says and I quote Dean Ambrose John the Good in parentheses will not be renewing his contract when with WWE when it expires in April we WWE are grateful and appreciative of all that Dean has given the Derby and our fans we wish him and hope, wish him well and hope that one day Dean will return to WWE. And I looked at some recent releases, and they've never said that, hey, please come back one day. They've never been like this worded with a release statement. For example, I got a couple here. May 6, 2016, they released um, Damon Sandell, uh, Wade Barrett, Santino Morella. Cameron, Hornswoggle, Alex Riley, El Torito, and Zeb Coulter. The statement says, WWE has come to terms with the release of WWE superstars Damian Sandell, Wade Barrett, who was King of Bear at the time, Santino Morella, Cameron, Hornswoggle, Alex Riley, El Torito, and Zeb Coulter as of Friday, May 6, 2016. And this is what's typical. We, WWE wishes them the best in all of their future endeavors. Let's use the key phrase in every single um, statement, because they always make fun. People do, well, they've been future endeavored, because they say that a lot. And I got highlighted, they say again, WWE wishes them the best in their future endeavors. Another statement, WWE has come to terms on the release of Jack Swagger. WWE wishes Swagger the best in all of his future endeavors. Now, the only exception to this is Big Cass. It says that WWE is coming to terms on the release of William Morrissey, Big Cass, in a statement. So, with, all, with most of the statements that WWE releases people with, they say we wish so and so well in the, all in their future endeavors. But then they say we wish him the best, we wish him well, rather, and that they hope that he comes back one day. That's what they're saying. So, I see this as a work because. They don't say, hey, we hope you come back one day. They don't do that with any of the superstars that I know about that they've released. So I think this is a work that's complaining to Dean's character evolution. And based on Raw last Monday, again, I don't watch the weekly 
weekly shows like that. I watch the highlights on YouTube because that's how I just I find it more convenient than watching it and doing commercials and all that. I just watch the recaps. And Dean came out when Trillace and Seth had their bonding moment. And um, Dean got in Trillace's face saying, Hey, I want a match, but you got to ask your father in law first. And Trillace's face says, I'm going to kick your face in for saying that. So I don't know if they're building towards Dean and Triple H at Mania, but Triple H being the face, obviously, now. Or people saying Dean was his Nia Jax, which I don't see that happening. I don't see Nia Jax fighting a man at Mania. Unless she comes in and wins the Battle Royal, but I doubt that. That's not, I hope not. But that, amb- that Ambush Angle kind of made me feel like we're watching the Summer of Punk 2011 all over again. I got my notes saying that is this the Summer of Punk 2.0 question mark? Meaning, I believe that they're easily pushing Dean as this character that is on the verge of being of leaving and has the world in his hands, has Triple H, has Vince, has Stephanie, all the McMahons in the palm of his hand. And they're complaining to him being this cocky son of a gun who wants to get his way and use this as a touting method. This, this is going to have him fighting probably one of the authority figures of seemingly Triple H at Mania. And then I think he's not leaving yet anyway. Maybe he leaves maybe at the end of the year for good. Because the main throwaway is Davey never, I don't think, um, releases statements like this so far in advance. Because April was two months away. Well, it was three months away as when they reported couple weeks ago because it's still January. So they had three months in advance. No one says, hey, so-and-so's leaving in three months. Just let y'all know. They never do that. They've never done that. So I am convinced that Dean Ambrose leaving in April is a work. And I, th- I think it's coincidental because April is WrestleMania month. So they're saying that, okay, hey, Dean's going to be leaving us after WrestleMania. Basically, guys, enjoy him while you can see him. So I see this as a way to get people talking about Dean and get them interested in Dean. And Dean's going to be like the figure, the prominent heel on Raw for the foreseeable future and going into WrestleMania. So I see Dean, like I said, he's going to be having the world in his hands. Everybody's going to be putting in his hands because he's going to have the playing field. Like, hey, hey, you know, give me this match. I'm, I'm, I can leave. I'm going to leave. He's a, he's a talented. Like a gun on someone's head. Hey, don't, don't come close. I'll pull the trigger. He's like, hey, don't don't mess, don't make me upset. I'll I'll leave in April. So I've seen this being part of Dean's push, his kind of character reset. Because he turned heel back in I think it was October, November when Roman Roman Reigns' monumental announcement. That was like the at that moment he turned heel on Seth made the universe, Derby universe, stand still. I could not believe he did that that night. Of course. It was such a buzzworthy moment. Everybody was talking about both Seth and Dean and how Dean was so vicious and he should not have that night, as Cole says. And Dean wants to talk of the universe. And for some reason, after that point, Derby kind of killed every piece of momentum he had. They destroyed that man's character. I said in the last episode, or episode before last, is that Dean has had kind of a wompy career so far. He's had titles and success, sure. But his character has never been serious. He's been he's been cocky and arrogant and funny and silly and goofy. And that's not what he likes. He don't like um horseplay type of characters. So he likes a more serious and gritty character. And which is that's how he's been was displayed when he came back. When he turned on Seth, he was that type of character. He was serious and gritty 
and just gnawing. He was not happy to be here. He, he looked at him cross-eyed, he punched in the face type of character. And then they decided to do the, I'm a germaphobe, I don't like this city and that city. They killed his momentum as soon as he started. And that's one thing I couldn't stand was they killed that man's tail momentum that was amazing in two weeks tops. So I think them doing this with Dean now, it's, it's an interesting storyline. If it is one, they kind of reset it. Okay, let's just, let's just forget what we just did and let they go from there. And what I hope they do, because one thing I think if this is not a work, Dean wants creative control of his character. And I feel they give him the control or more control than he has, then he'll stay if that's the case, if it's not a work. Being that, if he's in control now, maybe they kind of, hey, Dean, Stay with us, we'll give you control. Maybe Dean is in control of what's going to happen. Maybe this is Dean's um, uh, plan for his character. He's going to be the, I had the wall in my hands, come at me type of type of character, where he's going to flaunt and taunt about leaving in April. He's going to be the massive heel, but he's it's going to be very weird going forward, because WWE fans are fickle as Daniel Bryan calls us. And Dean's going to be probably cheered out the building now because that's how fans do. The defiant heel gets cheered a lot. <laughs> that's just how it goes. So I see Dean maybe becoming babyface with this. Just because I think WWE, because they booked him as babyface over the weekend because of Seth Rollins' absence and all that. <clears throat> but I see WWE building him as a babyface because they know with this news breaking, he's going to be cheered and loved and cheered and cheered more. Like this is, this is turned back to where he, begun, where he belongs. With that being said, I hope and pray that Dean keeps that character he's got currently. That he doesn't care about what no one says or things. He'll beat you down if you look at him wrong. And he's he's the man type of character. He thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. But I feel that <clears throat> sorry my voice is cracking. I feel that this is all, all work because based on the statement that be released alone, they never releases like I said this this early in advance, and they didn't say we wish you well in your future endeavors. It's like hey, please come back one day. So they're essentially begging him to come back already before he leaves. So I see that as a reason as a storyline plot. They're like please come back, Dean. Don't. We hate to see you go, but come back. We wish you well, but come back. So I see this as a storyline. How it plays out, I'm not sure. But I see, I think Dean, like I said, is going to be the arrogant guy that tells the authority to shove it and do what he says if he's leaving. How does this play in Mania? I'm, I'm just going to guess a face Triple H with the heel Dean Ambrose, which is going to be a heel, but she like a baby face, Dean Ambrose. But I see Triple H and Dean fighting Mania. And the way I see it coming, they did they have some stipulations like, hey, if I win, I want this, this, I want to I wanna do whatever. And the Triple H is like, well, if you lose, you're fired. So maybe they'll do that and he does leave. But I see this situation being the prominent factor for whatever future he enters with whoever. So, because that's what I'm thinking about. Because Triple H is injured, maybe he'll face Batista, question mark. I don't know if that's a match I want to see. But this is the storyline aspect of this is very interesting, and I think it's the storyline 100% because of the way the the statement was with previous statements like I read at the beginning of the video. If they didn't say, hey, we wish you well in your future endeavors, they're like, hey, Dean, come back one day, please, basically. So let me know in the comments what do you think about this. Do you think that Dean is actually leaving? Do you think the storyline... What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tip of the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast, where wrestling meets reality, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.